0: wait no longer greatness has arrived welcome to the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i am your host joseph and it is here on this very podcast where each and every usually thursday me and my co-host kyle run down the latest and greatest in all things playstation but this week it's a little different we're a day late but not a dollar short and our co-host for this evening is patches from patches play games how are you patches
1: I am doing so well. Thank you for having me on. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing so well. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing good. I really am doing good. I'm talking about it a little bit before. I've had a much better day than I've had recently, not gonna lie. Getting the serotonin yeah. back. We're doing good. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, Yeah, summer's finally hitting me in the best ways possible. Like, yeah. I'm having a real good day, all things considered. So before we begin, Patches... Where are you from?
1: I am on YouTube, youtube.com slash Patches Plays Games. I'm also on, you know, the whole Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff, but mainly just on Twitter at Patches Plays and Instagram at Patches Plays Games. I do also have a podcast, Play More Games, if you have heard that. And that's available on all podcast platforms. So Play More Games podcast.
0: Yeah. And listen, it's great having you on. Uh, you. I listen to Play More Games and I, I was listening to the um the, the depiction of violence in video games, or war in video games, and I needed to have you on this episode. so Thank you. With that said, oh, no problem. <laughs> we got a laundry list of stuff to talk about. We're talking about Concrete Genie. We're going to talk about Anthem. We're going to talk about the Predator gameplay at Gamescom. A whole bunch of THQ news. Cool. So, before we get into all that good news and drama, let's start with a segment I like to call what we've been playing and so patches i got a question for you what have you been playing
1: oh man to be honest i am hmm, i'm I'm guilty of just starting games and not being able to finish them because i just start too many um so it's not even like on the channel specifically i've been playing uh layers of fear 2 i've been trying to get through that as you can probably Mm -hmm. see from my video titles it's been kind of difficult i just started perception um I'm on okay. Soma. I'm playing Soma, actually, on my Patreon. Gosh, what else am I... I've, I've started way too... Oh, The Evil Within 2. But yeah, wow. so Perception is pretty cool. Perception is interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm digging Is that the one that's standing out to you? It kind of is, because it's unlike a game that I've played before, to be honest. And I'm really, really a big fan of survival horror and just horror games in general. It came out in 2017, I believe. And it's a game where you are a blind girl returning to a home that she's familiar with. I'm not entirely sure what the home is to her. I'm not sure if it's her childhood home or, like, an orphanage. You use, I don't know the correct term, but you hit her cane on the ground. Like, you can hit R2 and it smacks her cane on the ground, and she's able to sense what's around her.
0: So, perception, you're playing as a blind girl, mm-hmm. like, wandering this home?
1: Yeah, it's pretty creepy.
0: Okay. Okay. And so, like, because... I, I, I remember, I think I remember this from Paris Games Week about, like, two years back. Mm -hmm. I think PlayStation did showcase it. What is it that makes it creepy other than, like, you not being able to see the environment around you? Like, is there something chasing you in the background?
1: Yeah, there is is some evil, I guess you could say, in it. And they they call it the presence. (laughs) And it does kind Mm -hmm. of wander around and if you do make too much noise if you smack your like the cane too much on the ground then it will eventually find you and like the colors kind of change Whoa. and it gets super creepy but i think the main thing is is just i'm i'm personally not a big fan of the dark <laughs> um yeah. and if you're not walking if you're not moving it's the the screen is just black like it's just pitch black and mm. it's really it's really creepy but um i'm also really loving the evil within 2 i don't think i've been playing that enough soma's amazing um you uh I'm pretty sure we've, you've mentioned to me before that you were a fan of Dead Space. I think we've talked about oh that. Oh, my God. I feel like you would yes. really like Soma because Soma... Well, also, did you ever play the Amnesia games? I don't know if you're a big fan of horror games, though.
0: Oh, so, okay. So, walking in on this. Um, horror games I love, but I don't play them all. So, like, mm-hmm. Soma sounds interesting, but I never played Amnesia because I'll be honest... I've seen it like I, I know like I think like Amnesia 2 you're being chased by a pig guy. <laughs> so I've just I'm like those games scare the shit out of me too much. So I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. Um, so when you mentioned Dead Space, though, I love Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Dead Space 1, Dead Space 2 are some of my favorite games. Just my fav- one of my favorite franchises. Mm-hmm. Ever. Oh, absolutely. I love Dead Space so much. Um, and the, the the great thing about both of those games is they're two totally different types of horror games, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like what what is it about Soma that that you think is gonna bring me in?
1: Soma just seems like it has a bunch of elements from games that I personally love. I do love the Amnesia series. I, that, that's why I was asking if you had, if you had played it, because it, it, it does have similar elements to Amnesia in terms of, like, being able to just kind of pick up whatever and throw it, you know, minor stuff like that, but, um, it has a mixture of, like, all these games that really attract me. It doesn't have as much, um, or yet, I don't know. I, I went into this game completely blind, as I typically do most games, but I don't, I don't think there's any melee just yet, or any, uh, it's, it's not, I don't think it's a first person shooter, I don't think they're shooting at all, but um, it did kind of give me Dead Space vibes with the way the hallways are super dark, but it also has just like a little bit of alien isolation mixed into it, and a little Ooh. bit of Bioshock, and it's just like all these games combined into one, and it's, it's, I'm really digging it, and I'm surprised I haven't played it sooner, I'm pretty sure I've had it, it's like, I, again, another yeah. one of those games I've just had, and I just sure. haven't played.
0: That's, that's the thing you're getting me here with. I love Alien. That's one of the few, like, I don't like horror movies. I love sci-fi horror, though. So, like, Alien gets me. You say Bioshock? I like Bioshock, mm-hmm. man. Bioshock is one of my, again, one of my favorite games, the last generation. It's actually one of my most important games oh, as a game. Oh, hands game. down, hands um, down. But for me, what I've been playing, Real Talk, mm-hmm. for just a quick second here, mm-hmm. I, too, have a backlog problem. Like, uh, I think over the weekend I asked people, "Hey guys, gang, uh, give me, give me these two games that, that that I haven't I've tried out but I haven't beaten. Vote on which one, and I'll play." It. And it was The Witcher Three versus Persona Five. Oh, okay. And Persona Five, I feel like as like a PlayStation host, I need to play and actually understand because the anime JRPG thing isn't my style. But the style and the music of P Five. Just revs my engine. So, okay. the the Twitter poll happened. Everybody wanted The Witcher, and then I ended up just playing more Apex. <laughs> <laughs> I just played more Apex Legends. I don't know what it, it it is with me right now. I'm having like gamer pariasis right now. Where oh like my god! I'm I'm, th- I'm thinking it's because the last semester's right around the corner, and I'm like, do I? I don't have time to just dive into a 100-hour game. You sure. know what I mean? And, like, The Witcher might not be 100 hours, but there's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I have a commitment for that type of game right now.
1: Yeah. But at
0: the same exact time, I've been playing Apex Solos, and I, I got to give it up to respawn in one aspect. Um, the Solos mode works. They're very much treating this as hey, this is, this is a, a trial run for something that could happen. Sure. You know, they're very much testing. There's a lot of balancing issues, but they're testing something out, and I could appreciate that. But, like, no no secret for, for us here. This is our second time we've been recording, and I actually... The first recording, we had this as the main news story, but I feel like you're not a multiplayer gamer, so... For me, as a multiplayer gamer and as a big Battle Royale fan, I can't help but be let down by not the game mode, but the event. There's a mm. huge event happening in Apex Legends just celebrating the solo mode. And unfortunately, it's all, you can, you can earn these loot boxes, only two of them, to unlock special skins and find, you know, for the most part, Apex skins don't appeal to me much, but for people that want to buy these skins, the only way to get these awesome items is to purchase these special loot crates that are like seven bucks a pop. And the Apex community mm. did the math. In order to get everything in the battle pass, you need to spend upwards to either 170 or to uh, like $203.
1: That's insane. And like you might be saying
0: to yourself, it's insane. You might be saying to yourself, Patches, well, I just want that one skin, right? Mm-hmm. Like my favorite character is Pathfinder. Unfortunately, you can only get these skins via the loot crates. So depending on your luck, you can buy one loot box and it's seven bucks and you're like, awesome. This is freaking awesome. Or you could spend 70 bucks and get them or 80 bucks and finally get them or, or $170 and finally get that thing you wanted. And so I think this has highlighted a big problem with Apex. Uh, the the economy of the game is just that everything's all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's extremely broken. There's multiple currencies to just buy simple items. And honest to God, it's kind of actually kind of m- murky murkyed the waters of the love that I have for this game. Mm-hmm. Just because it seems like just such a greedy move. From EA, from respawn, and it's kind of dampened the love. So Yeah. With that. That's what I've been playing. Again, I still like Apex, but I'm 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 ready to move on. Sure. I'm really ready to move on. Um and I we're gonna talk about No Man's Sky later. I finally tried the VR demo of oh. No Man's Sky. So okay, Oh cool. yeah. Oh yeah. Adam Watson wrote in about it. So with that, let's get to the good stuff. Enough of us talking about games. Let's talk about game news and with that let's get to the first goober on the list concrete genie leads the way in gamescom 2019 awards with four nominations this comes from leon croft over at push square the game concrete genie has garnered the most amount of nominations at gamescom 2019 awards competing with four different categories pixel opus the creators of concrete genie Creation received nominations in Best Action Adventure Game, Best Family Game, Best Original Game, and Best Sony PlayStation 4 Game categories. It faces fierce competition, however, from the likes of Dreams and Borderlands 3, not far behind with three nominations each, for East, each for the full list of the categories uh, in the games have been nominated for. So with that... My my question for you: I asked you right before the show uh, started. Watch watch a few episode or episodes trailers of Concrete Genie. I want to know your thoughts walking in because you're very much a special type of gamer to me. Okay. Um you you really got into gaming in this generation with the PlayStation Mm Four, and like. You, you showed me last night you have you have Ellie's tattoo on your forearm I
1: do Like
0: that is that is so dope and it it just shows like how little time you need to just get into and sucked into the culture of video games so yeah. seeing that you love PlayStation it's it's ignited your love for video games, when you see PlayStation back a small indie developer like this, what is your first takeaway from the trailer you've seen? Are you hyped for this game? What's your thoughts?
1: So, first off, on the indie question, yeah, I absolutely love it. I think you know, in uh, another, I have a huge respect for uh, kind of sidetrack huge respect for Markiplier, um, as a YouTuber and Let's Player. He kind of inspired me to do what I do, but he also has a series on his uh channel called uh three scary games where he goes into um you know steam and all these sites and just plays these indie games and it's so nice to finally bring these to light because i i feel like sometimes they don't get as much attention as they should so it's awesome this is awesome i did watch the yeah. trailer typically yeah. not something i would probably get into but it seemed Ooh, okay. so light-hearted and so nice it looks so relaxing and I was like, kind of about it. I was like, you know what? I, I think I would actually play this. And at first, like when the, I was watching the uh, some people uh, do commentary on it, and when he's painting, it reminded me of a Harry Potter game that I played as a kid. When you're Harry and you have to trace over these shapes and it's like a spell. And I was like, oh, this actually <laughs> gives me like a little bit of nostalgia. But yeah, typically not my thing, but I am intrigued. It looks gorgeous it kind of gave me the graphics kind of gave me like a life is strange vibe um which is cool yeah Yeah, i i I dig it but it's 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 definitely not on my alley but it's definitely something i'm probably going to be playing
0: yeah it it, i like how you said life is strange because it definitely gave me and i and i think it's also with the setting because it it looks like a seattle-ish like washington Mm, mm -hmm. like setting for the game um it's awesome to see again PlayStation put money into these awesome third par- or first parties that we know and love, like God of War, but also to get weird. I love when PlayStation gets weird and they give these smaller teams something for them to kind right. of showcase. And it's awesome to see that this game is it's coming out in the holiday season mm-hmm. and it's getting so much just praise. Like not only does the trailer look great, but every single impression that is of this game is like this is something really special yeah. and to see it lean in with f- uh, four nominations at Gamescom that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now like one of the categories is kind of bullshit because it's it's like best PlayStation 4 games. It's just like, well it is up uh, either this or Dreams right? Right. So with that, that's awesome. It's awesome to see PlayStation at Gamescom and have a presence there because yeah. to me E3 just wasn't the same without them this year. And so to see them kind of direct their focus to Gamescom mm-hmm. and bring what we're going to talk about in a few stories from now, bring games like Predator, bring games like, uh, like Death Stranding and showcase them at Gamescom. That's super dope. It's yeah. Super awesome. I agree. So, we
1: definitely need to be bringing more light into the indie developers who are just working tirelessly on games. I mean, it's just anything indie, you know, it's, it's something you need to support and love and just show attention to because it's, it's, yeah probably a smaller team, it's probably a lot of really dedicated hardworking people and it's not to say that the big developers aren't either. It all is. But so we need to shine a light on all that in my opinion. It's it's yeah, indie games are dope. Let's let's see it happen. Yeah. Because like
0: <laughs> usually like you, you hear all these stories it's like a team of like two or three, right? Right. Yeah, you know, and, and and probably Pixel Opus they've done a few things before. So they're probably a, a larger team but it's still like they don't have the you know, if it wasn't for Sony, they would not have the backing, the spotlight on this game—it would just be another indie game, right? Right. And to kind of throw it in that category, it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a damn shame. So, it's awesome to see PlayStation fund awesome, weird titles. I really can't wait to see more of this mm-hmm. at Gamescom, which I'm pretty sure we're going to. So well, I hope so. That, I got another story for you. This one comes from Steve Watts over at Gamespot. Yeah. Now. <clears throat> I almost messed up and said GameStop. Jeez. (laughs) That is confusing. (laughs) I had to stop myself there. It is hard. The biggest, oh, God, someone needs to change your name. Probably GameStop (laughs) because it's not going to be around for much longer. Rip. Anthem, lead producer leaving BioWare for a new company ben irving lead producer on bioware's action rpg anthem has announced he's leaving the company in a statement on twitter irving said that he's has accepted a position with another company and that the game still has oh jesus a bright future under current leadership in in his series of tweets uh, irving says bioware was his dream place to work since the first time he played gate He thanks the Anthem community for being so engaged, and he puts through the good times and the tough times. I want to know what those good times were, (laughs) and says they are in good hands with Jesse Anderson and Andrew Johnson. It's unclear from his statement who will be filling the lead producer role on for future Anthem updates. Now, for those of you who don't know, Anthem has not had a good time. Right, Uh. it came out earlier in the year, and you know, EA was was really hyping this game up a bit, right? Like mm-hmm. BioWare, doing something different, games as service, but a, a, a somewhat like Destiny approach with BioWare taking the helm. Iron Man, you know, it's an Iron Man-ass game without Iron Man in it. It looked <laughs> awesome. No loot crates, no surprise mechanics. The game comes out, and man... Just a series of bad times, and then you have the Kotaku article noting uh, about the horrible crunch, the horrible mismanagement, the horrible mistreatment of people of workers at Bioware. People, people having crying rooms, mm. rooms just meant for sobbing, which that tells you something. So with that, seeing Anthem being changed, our hands being changed so many times, I felt like. They were going to catch a break with the latest update, but now seeing the head producer, Ben Irving, leave Bioware. My question, mm-hmm. and it sucks for me to say this or ask this, is this the end of Anthem? Are we going to see EA toss out the roadmap, or do you think Patches, they're going to stick to the roadmap that they've announced and then afterwards is kind of old yeller this?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, So, I gotta say, personally, I, I actually, I've only played about an hour of Anthem. I really enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was okay. having a good time, and I've done the same with Destiny. Destiny was cool. Anthem really caught my attention, and... I have some friends who actually still play it and really love it. I don't think, because of the hype, right, I don't think that this game is going anywhere. I think it is weird that um, the lead producer is stepping down. That is kind of a red flag. But yeah. I don't I don't see this going anywhere, personally. I don't think mm-hmm. we're going to see too much more out of it. I think they're going to fix, I guess, mm-hmm. what they can. But I, it does still have that following. And I think to rip out the rug completely, it's, it's kind of... I don't I don't see that happening. I really don't. But I I, I do see it alarming, though, because I'm, I'm kind of teetering, because it is alarming that this guy stepped down. And I am curious where yeah. he went. What company is he at now?
0: <laughs> yeah. Where is he going? <laughs> Where'd you <I> mean, go? <laughs> like, he probably signed, like, a, an NDA that he can't, like, disclo- disclose sure. at the moment. We'll probably hear in, like, a month or two. Right. But, like, when you say hype, though, I need to correct you here. The attention. <laughs> sure. Hype. Hype means people like this. game,
1: And I mean, yeah, you got, listen.
0: I mean, before it, really out, it. before it came out,
1: before it came out, like when they were advertising yes. it, people were like, this looks kind of cool. It, it's Iron Man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Iron Man, but not And like you have all these different ones. One's a ninja. One's literally like a walking tank. One's a mage. Like, that's dope. But at the end of the day, I, I do think you're right in a, in a, in an aspect where they really can't they really can't abandon this game because because of not the fan base of anthem sure. but because of the the notoriety that that bioware holds and the intention on this game has been so negative that you know we've we've talked a lot like no man's sky is a great example about mm-hmm. like games that have had a turnaround this generation i don't think anthem's that game i don't think it gets its redemption what I do think is it needs the follow through. Sure. I think you're going to see them like, go, okay gang. Oh boy. We're going to do this <laughs> year roadmap. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh shit. Um, we're going to do this year roadmap. We're going to see where things go. And if it doesn't pick up steam, mm-hmm. I feel like they just need to drop it. Uh, Anthem also has a very weird, uh, uh, microtransaction or, or economy to it as well because i don't feel like there was like the skins the cosmetic skins there should have been like armor in the game that you collected to make your 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 javelin look cooler mm. rather than just like these weird face plates or whatever they had right sure. or the weird yeah. looking guns there it was just Anthem, there's a lot in the way for it to succeed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like EA wants to brush it under the rug. They just can't right now. Yeah, I don't think... I think it's too late for that. Yeah, yeah. And with that, I got a question for you. Again, you're walking into... You're walking into this generation. Now, you've played, like, you said Dead Space, right? Have you ever touched, like, a Bioware game?
1: So, personally... No, yeah. personally, no, I haven't, and I know a lot of people are gonna question that gamer card. Bring it! <laughs> I don't all give the time. a shit. Yeah, yeah. No, they just start your type uh, of games together. That's not my type. Of, I mean that, and I just—it's never. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like with my brief history of gaming experiences, it's always been just recommendations from people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, up until I got my PlayStation four. So it was never really like recommended to me. I never seeked it out. And like all this stuff with Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. I was kind of like, I don't know if I really want to. And I know it's like a bad thing to say, like, oh, that reflects the whole series when I know that's not the case. But Eh, no, so personally, I haven't, I haven't okay. tested out any okay. of the other Bioware games. Cause, so, because
0: here's the thing, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real with you right now. Um, be real, let's hear it. I, I don't blame you because like you mm-hmm. walk in and like it's kind of like everybody's yelling fire at a thing like that. That's Andromeda, and so you're like, I'm not gonna go anywhere near that. But <laughs> it like Mass Effect is a tricky entry to get back into, or mm-hmm. to get into because the first game is. You understand what they're going for, and this is like pre-EA buying them out, so it's a Mm -hmm. bit clunky. Mass Effect 2, though, is one of the best RPGs ever made. Like, I stand by that 110%. So trust me, one day, you got 60 hours to kill. (laughs) Go, 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 go play Mass Effect 2. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. And with that, you know what's not so good? <laughs> Depending on your point of view. <laughs> the next bit of news THQ Nordic financial report reveals details about Dead Island 2, time splitters, and more. This comes from Heather Alexandra from Kotaku. Dead Island 2, which was first announced in 2014, will now be developed by Dan Buster Studios. Dan Buster Studios' more recent title was 2016's Homefront Revolution. In addition to this news, the report also states that Steve Ellis, one of the cre- uh, creators of Time Splitters, will help plot the future of that series. There are some smaller announcements, as well as including development of a new Saints Row game by Volition, which isn't too surprising, and a new unannounced IP developed by Fish Labs. Now, also uh, goes to mention. Um, this little financial report out of THQ, they're somehow making money. I don't know how. They keep on buying everything. And they also bought Gunfire Games, the original uh, developers of Darksiders, I believe. So mm-hmm. with that, we have our first question of the night. And you could send your questions from the no longer suspended PS Trophy Room Twitter handle, or the Casa Day Bad Bit Twitter, or sorry, uh, Discord server, and Famous Seamus asks this. Are you nervous about THQ Nordic's games, especially after the company's disastrous 8 q Q&A? Walking into this event, if you're new and you don't know what 8 is, well, you're about to be unlucky and find out. Um, 8chan, you might go, is that, do you mean 4chan? No. 8chan <laughs> is the site 8chan <laughs> is the site that it was created because 4chan kicked those people out for being too extreme so 8chan is known for harboring super racist super pedophiles super awful <sighs> awful human beings and so what Famous Seamus is talking about is for some reason um THQ a few months back decided it'd be a great Great, great opportunity to host a QA and a on this very questionable uh, website and kind of walking away from from, from it saying, listen, we're sorry. Mar- Shout out to Mark. He was supposed to handle the bad stuff. He didn't. We're not going to do anything about it. No one's going to be punished. It was just a mistake from our end. We're never going to do that again. Now, it's put me in a really rough spot because i love time splitters that franchise means so much to me in my gaming history
1: Hmm. my
0: question to you uh patches is uh, god
1: (laughs) do you (laughs) feel
0: unnerved awkward or just uncomfortable supporting thq even where like they're trying to hype everybody up by saying at gamescom we're going to announce Three unannounced games. We're going to reveal three unannounced games. Right. With, with all that said, is is there an, a, a tension with you, like a battle, an internal dialogue walking into THQ?
1: So I, I do want to first start off by saying I do apologize for giggling when we were talking about Achan. chan It's a horrible... Yeah. Office. situation. It's a horrible site, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, I, I'm only laughing by the the way you phrased it. Um, it's, you know, and it's, it's hard to, it's hard to wrap my head around blaming an entire company for something like this when we don't necessarily know how 8 got into the conversation at all.
2: Right. Was
1: this, you know, one guy that's like, I think we should do this website out of like, I don't know the other, like, 200 websites you could do this on yeah. um you know who who's to blame and essentially it, it's kind of it's kind of unfortunate to put the entire I mean I don't know it, it could have been like a group of people that's like yeah let's just do a chant. I don't know even it then be like edgy
2: or whatever yeah
1: it, but even then it's like it's upsetting <sighs> there's so many stories coming out these days and allegations and not necessarily stories but allegations where some bad apple at a company did this and because Mm -hmm. they worked at this company we're gonna put that company name on blast right which one is unfortunate two i mean it's it's tough like it's it's so tough to everybody that's working at this company to suddenly have now this background that they weren't even a a part of and but i don't know i don't know the situation so it's hard for me to sit as a consumer it's hard for me to sit here and you know say oh i totally you know um Respect I what they do, and I totally support yeah. what they do, and it's it's you know, but because I I don't I don't know the situation, and I'm one of those people that always tries to look at both sides of a story, right, and I really right. try and just before I make any assumptions, you know, and everything on the internet is true as we know, so it's, it's also hard <laughs> it's for serious. me to figure out what I don't know. It's it's difficult because no, I, I mean also it. I I mean I don't have a, a, a connection with time splitters like you do. Dead Island two oh, may play it, may not, you know, whatever. I. Yeah. I don't have that connection with it, so therefore, yeah. right now, like all I can do is sit and question why they wanted to go on 8chan, what was the logic in that, and it's difficult. It's, it's difficult to yeah. wrap my head around how that came about, but it's also unfortunate that now an entire company is being punished for it.
0: No, I, I totally get it. It is a really, it is an awkward situation, because like, it is really easy to demonize and feel uncomfortable like famous seamus i feel uncomfortable even getting Mm -hmm. excited for a game that i really love because the company behind it did something really stupid and reckless and at the same exact time you're right like at the end of the day it's easy to play you know uh you know monday morning quarterback right of like well this was stupid because of literal obvious reasons but I don't know the decisions made and who made those decisions in order to strictly demonize an entire company of which like yeah, we should be talking about like Gunfire's Purchase because that team works really hard and loves the Darksiders series so very mm-hmm. much. We should be talking about how like the original development team working on time splitters will be working on their sequel. That's awesome. I bet all of those people are passionate and love the games that they're working on and rather not be focused on Yeah, of a few bad eggs making, making or really blemishing the reputation of this company. It's just the thing that I think we don't know and like that gets us really like jambled up here is Mm
2: -hmm.
0: we really there should have been like the person who shout out to Mark. Mark should have lost his job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the guy that said, hey, Mark's going to handle everything. And he plainly didn't. Um, that guy should have lost his job. Absolutely. Be- because like walking into the PR field and like as a marketing, like not expert, but like someone who knows a little bit about marketing and PR is that mm-hmm. like you're supposed to know all these sites and their functions and their uses. Absolutely. Yeah. There's for, no way
1: they didn't know what they were getting into.
0: Yeah. And so, like, for me, it's really hard to, like, to go, well, slap on the wrist, time splitters, never do it again. Because for me, it's, it's so much, it, there's so much more to this story where I really think yeah. THQ was going and going, we're, we're always known to be a little edgy. Let's go on the edgy site. And that's what I really think it was. I think the PR team wanted to do something different and wanted to get a headline, and um, that headline's gonna chase them forever. And so in like, that
1: case, though, I'm not cool with that. That's definitely unacceptable. It it's just trying no. to be edgy. Let's go on a site that promotes, you know, pedophiles, child pornography. Like, edgy? Give me a fucking break. Like, that's no. That's yeah. unacceptable.
0: Yep. And again, that's that's where I'm, I'm coming from it as well is just it's we don't know. We just mm-hmm. don't know. And I think that's why we get so uncomfortable by it. So at the end of the day, it's awesome that THQ is on the right track when it comes to acquisitions. And when it comes to, in a weird sense, listening to what fans want, like
2: mm. time
0: splitters. You know, like like the the, God will they won't they actually make a Dead Island two game and like keep it on with the Saints Row franchise and just buying out all these games like the Kingdom of of, uh, of Amalur Reckoning right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love seeing these acquisitions and seeing them revitalize franchises that people love, but at the same time, I don't like what I see from them. Right, which is their their PR, PR nonsense. It's just
1: <laughs> nonsense monstrous. is a good word. Yeah,
0: (laughs) with that, let's get to our next story. Predator Hunting Grounds gameplay will be shown off during Gamescom's opening night this comes from joseph laden from ps lifestyle and it starts off with jeff keely's tweet don't miss out the on the world premiere gameplay footage from ill predator hunting grounds for playstation 4 during the opening night live next monday at 2 p.m eastern standard time east coast beast coast streaming live around the world at openingnightlive.com. Predator Hunting Grounds is Illphonic's latest project and is labeled as an isometric multiplayer action game, very much in the same vein as Evolved or Friday the 13th. In it, you play as an elite member of an elite military squad or the Predator, with the goal of taking one another out, depending on which side you're on. You'll, uh, You'll have specific abilities and gadgets at your disposal to achieve victory. Now, you're talking a little bit about, you know, uh, you're a big fan of survival horror games, okay? Mm -hmm. But at the same exact time, you're not a big fan of multiplayer games. (laughs) So I have one question for you. When we talk about an isometric, so I'm thinking like Diablo-esque game, is this a yay or nay for you?
1: It's, I'm leaning more towards nay, but okay. I'm intrigued. I yeah. am intrigued.
0: What we'll gets you intrigued? What, 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 psychs you up about this game?
1: I, I don't know. Just the idea of, I mean, I don't, we haven't seen any gameplay, correct? We've just heard yeah. about this game. Exactly. I'm curious though, if you are playing as the predator, do you see in like thermal? Ooh. Because that would be kind of fucking cool. Yeah. That would be cool. That's what has my attention. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see... I, I will probably be able to answer this better, yay or nay. Like, I'm kind of gray right now. I'm kind of in the middle yeah. of... I'm yeah, um, <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I, um... I just want to see what's going on. And if, if I once I see it, I'll be able to do it. But yeah, I personally just haven't really played any of the Friday the 13th or any games like that okay. or okay. Did, what is it, Dead by uh, Daylight or Dead something like that. Yeah, just yeah. not not really my thing. Um, so that's why I'm leaning more towards nay, but I got to see it. Okay. I got to okay. see the visuals. Yeah,
0: yeah. To me, I like where you're getting at with the thermal vision. Like, I'm oh, a big fan. Dude, that would be so dope. Like, it would be cool <laughs> if you're maybe... Because if is everybody in an isometric view? because it'd be really cool if the marines are in an isometric like again, like God view, pan you're seeing ev- you're seeing everything the the world around you and then the right. predator itself is even either over the shoulder
1: Ooh. or just first
0: person so that like you could, you're seeing as what the predator's seeing like that would be,
1: be that would be wild. Big. But yeah. I think like yeah. at the same exact I time
0: I gotta see it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm just a little gay and nay on it as well. Cause I remember when this was shown off at the first state of play, I was just like, Oh, really? I remember I thought this was like a Soulcom <laughs> game. I was just mm-hmm. like the Predator, that's just a that's just out of left field so I need to see this for myself but it's awesome to see that Sony presence right we're seeing it with Predator we're seeing it again Death Stranding we're going to see it with Concrete Genie that's dope and again openingnightlive.com check it out so with that let's get to our next story and this one this one gets me hyped because I love (laughs) tech I love stupid shit that I don't need and with that this comes from the blog itself DualShock 4 coming in a sweet rose gold and other Woo! new colors this fall. The other DualShock 4 colors include a beautiful titanium blue, electric purple, and red camouflage paint schemes the new dualshock 4 wireless controllers will be available for purchase this september in the u.s and canada for 64 american and 74 jesus christ canadian <laughs> currency uh whatever they do they call them dollars there I bet they I call don't,
1: them like, you're asking the wrong person i'm dude. an idiot
0: Listen, no, you're, you're, you're smart. <laughs> uh, and also, Sony's new gold wireless headset will be available uh, for rose gold for uh, ninety nine US dollars. And Jesus Christ, one hundred and twenty. We don't know what we call them Canadian something this November. Okay, everybody's Ooh. freaking out about these colors. These this new Dual Shock paint job for these controllers. My my question for you. What's your Mm -hmm. favorite color? Are you actually going to dip into the pot and you're going to get one of these expensive ass controllers? 64 bucks. Come on. Oh,
1: it's so much. But this is the first collection of uh, the quad, right? They always come out with four. This is the first time I have wanted every single color. I want all of them. They are gorgeous. I'm a big fan of the red camo. The purple Mm. is like a Spyro purple. And then oh the God, icy so blue, right. mm-hmm. I oh, I just want to get the purple one and just load it up with Spyro shit, like I, <laughs> ugh, like stickers and stuff. And then the rose gold, of course. I'm a big fan of baby mm-hmm. pink. I'm, ugh, listen, I freaked out when I saw these colors. I was like, damn it, I'm gonna have to start putting money aside for stupid <laughs> shit again. I don't yep. need these. Yep. I love them. I absolutely love them. I want. If anything, the camo one I could probably wait on. I do have just the regular green camo one, but I just I think the red looks so fiery, so cool. I'm 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 fangirling big time over these colors. These are this is a good the thing. move.
0: Here's the thing. I used to like the camo controllers a lot. And I'm not a fan of camo stuff. I hate when I'm walking <laughs> and I see someone and they're like they have a camo shirt on. Like I could still see your torso, you big idiot. You know, <laughs> what, what do you think you are? Just a floating limbs and a head. You think you're Rayman or a reverse Rayman? Get get out of here, but I used to like them until you look at the pattern of the camo. They're Dual Shock ah. Four controllers. That's the pattern. They're little controllers,
1: <gasps> and I'm Give
0: like, what? yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. Where the I I swear to God, you have oh you have a camo controller. Take yeah, a look. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. You buy you buy the audience. I'll buy the audience time. I swear to God, it blew my mind. I forget where I was. I think it was like a GameStop, and the guy was just like. No, was it GameStop? I think it was one of my buddies. And they were just like, oh, it's actually, it's actually <gasps> a DualShock, yep, for a pattern. And I immediately looked at it, and I hated it. And then I turned it, I, I traded it in. Because that's how well, much I Well, some of it in that.
1: the middle looks kind of camo-y. But I'm looking at yep. the handles, and I'm definitely seeing that yep. V shape. Oh, my God. Yep.
0: I know. I know. Now, now, do you feel the same about the controller, or now do you think it's a little shitty?
1: Oh, yeah. I still want it. <laughs> I still want it. Damn it. Yeah, I, I still want to blow $70 on something that's just going to sit on my wall. <laughs>
0: Dude, same here. Like, uh, we're, oh, we go. we're gonna, I have, we're just only,
1: getting
0: I have pops three. Out. I have the the, fi- like the 500 millionth whatever <gasps> uh, edition. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Right here. Collected dust a little bit. But I love it. Oh yeah! And then if I open the drawer again, <laughs> the drawer. I have a fucking collection. It's a problem. This is why. This is why. Finally, it's a PlayStation podcast. Um, I have the 25th anniversary oh, controller. Oh my god! Right? See, this is
1: the reason you buy these Dual Shocks—the ones oh, that yeah. are like collectibles. Oh yeah! Did you
0: think I was fucking done? Patches. <laughs> I have the God of War controller. Oh okay. man! Yeah. yeah. Is wait it silver? for it silver? Oh yeah, it's silver. It's silver and it has uh, the runes on it.
1: Oh my god! And then I have
0: oh, g- sweet Jesus!
1: Is it the Spider-Man one?
0: The Spider-Man one. That one's
1: I did rad. Not touch I this love controller. that one.
0: I did not touch it. I literally played the first opening sequence. So actually, yeah, I have touched the controller, but um, but then because <laughs> I was just like, I have to because I have the Spider-Man ca- console, and I was just like, okay, now we're never gonna touch this controller again, and that's been that way ever since i'm a big spider-man fan patches
1: yeah i hope yeah. you
0: know yeah um there's we have a bit here uh if i had the mask nearby i'd show you it's a purely <laughs> visual thing but for some reason i find it, it's funny because it's in the audio format um that spider bit swings on by he looks exactly like me it's strange and he just wears a spider-man mask um I love it and yeah, that's to celib- celebrate celebrate Spider Man.
1: Yes. <laughs> we spent too
0: much time nerding out <laughs> about controllers and headsets. And Listen, I love about things
1: Spider-Man. and stuff. I could talk about it all day.
0: <laughs> also, the the rose gold. I I don't know why. I think like Apple really popularized it. That looks really dope too. Like the headset, I love it. Looks really nice.
1: Oh, I kind of yeah. want it. Yeah. I do. But I have I, these dude, um. I'm in right the market now. for a new headset, so I'm like, Ooh. Mm, don't do it, don't do it. That's expensive, but I know. you
0: need one. I, it is, it is. Like, right now, I'm testing out the Steel Series headsets, and I'm like, spoiler alert, really like them. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, God. Sony headsets, though, they're pretty dope. So, yeah, like, I, I feel like, um, the, the whole talk around the town when it comes to these is that it's finally PlayStation is l- like really got it right. When it comes to the whole selection of just having really good colors, it's awesome. But like mm. a lot of people are saying, G- just give me a new fucking battery already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, right. it runs I... out way too fast. So with that, these let's nice get light. to the next story on the list. Hey, do you want to, do you want a happy story?
1: You know what? I would love one. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Ah, no problem. I'm gonna start with a little bit of a somber note. So like last week um we you know we talked about um about the shootings and how politicians, people in the media are blaming video games, violent video games, because they're awful, right? And I thought hmm. there were some interesting pieces <laughs> that came out that really rebuked those statements. But mm-hmm. I thought, what better way of proving all those people wrong than sharing one of the best stories I've read all year? This comes from Joseph Yaden from PS Lifestyle, and it reads, No Man's Sky subreddit community donated PS4s to the Randwick Rick. Children's Hospital. Earlier in 2019, No Man's Sky fans successfully launched a GoFundMe campaign that raised over $3,300 to purchase a thank you billboard for developer Hello Games. Now, the community is giving back even more. With leftover money from the campaign and contributions by other members, No Man's Sky's subreddit community has donated PS4 consoles, and a ton of games to the Ranrick Children's Hospital in Sydney, Australia. 72 items in total were donated to the hospital with a copy of No Man's Sky in every single console to celebrate the launch of No Man's Sky Beyond. The Reddit user leading the charge, the life of gaming, was received. Sorry, was given a certificate as a thank you to the hospital staff. And after this, the Reddit user said the following: If you are in a position to help, you should send a few dollars to your local children's hospital or go out. Sorry, let me just indigestion.
1: You're fine
0: and buy new games and toys to donate to them. Better yet, pressure your dang government to properly fund and uphold your medical, sorry, uphold your medical infrastructure. The coffee has now officially worn out. With that, I got a question for you. Or not, not, not not even. How does this story make you feel? Because it makes me feel good.
1: Yeah, I
0: mean. It makes me want to hug someone. You know, yeah, person.
1: and it makes me really want to, it inspires me to really do the same and really yeah. donate as much as I can and do, do charity streams and charity videos yeah. and, you know, and, and really promote the good in games. And if I'm not mistaken, this Reddit users, uh, his, it's, uh, the gift of gaming or something like that. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's, that's really, that's really something special. And I think it. it what better time to do that than now when yeah, yeah. we are getting these insane accusations and just these
0: baseless idiots. Accusations. Yeah.
1: Idiots in office right now. Excuse yeah. me. But it's just like
0: your words, not mine. <laughs> but, but I, I agree. listen.
1: I'll say it all day. I'll I'll sing that till the fucking cows yeah. come home. Listen, yeah. I mm, um, no, like but... you're, you're
0: totally right. Like I was watching this anchor on Fox News going like, oh, these <sighs> violent kids are playing, or he's playing these violent games, and they're watching guns on a counter. I'm like, watching guns on a counter. What the hell does that mean? In these video games, I'm like, these people obviously have no idea what they're talking about. And then when you see like a community that loves a video game so much, like No Man's Sky. And going, you know what? We want to celebrate gaming in the best way we know how. And that's by giving back to kids. Like when we're talking about like porn on Twitch, when we're talking about all these streamers (laughs) saying the most awful things on their platforms, we're seeing people, people recording in restrooms. It makes you wonder about where where the game culture is. Are we having mm-hmm. a fight for our soul? And when you hear and read pieces like these, it just kind of just gives you hope again, you know?
1: Yeah, Like absolutely.
0: Like we're, there's some good after all and the power, mm-hmm. the power of PlayStation goes beyond just exclusivity or, or whatnot. It goes through the power of positivity. And so, yeah, like, Say what you want about No Man's Sky. I have a question for for me later about what I think of the latest update. But, like, this has to be one of the best communities on the Internet. Like, just period. That's awesome. Mm. Seeing how much they've given back to developers that have sacrificed and turned a, a sinking ship around. And then going even further by just giving giving back it's awesome
1: it, it is it is and it's 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 you know it's it's such an important time to really express the good that video games do in yeah. terms of mental health and just god i just wish uh, clearly these people need to play video games <laughs> like, <laughs> clearly you guys need yeah. it more than anything and it's yeah. It's unfortunate that they may not be the case because video games have really helped me and helped so many other people. And that's it's such an important time for us to speak out about that. You know, yeah.
0: yeah. With that, we're going to end that really awesome story. Probably my favorite of the night.
1: Yeah.
0: With one question for you, miss.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you holding on to something?
1: <laughs>
2: because I, it's I that segment. <laughs> Prepare the drop. Each and every week, <laughs> PlayStation reveals the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation, hitting the PlayStation storefront each and every week. The problem is that there are too many awesome games to play. And so with Amen. that, instead of just listing the laundry list of games, my, me, your host Joseph, and his guest, which is usually Kyle, talk about the one game that stands out to them, Patches. Are you ready?
1: I am so ready.
2: I like that. All right. (laughs) My pick is PC Simulator. Build and grow your very own computer. Repair enterprise as you learn to diagnose, fix, and build personal computers. With (laughs) real-world licensed components and comprehensive hardware and software simulation, you plan to bring your ultimate PC to life. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm and back. we're back. <laughs> this is actually really dope. This is actually really cool for people, a, a way to get into building your own PC. Um, this is an awesome way of doing it. It's 20 bucks yeah. right now. Yeah. it's it's, it's 20 bucks. And um, this was originally on PC, and it was popular enough that they brought it over to consoles. So... This is super cool. Again, learning how to build PCs are super important. Not just like if you want to game on PC, that's disgusting. I'm not advocating gaming on PC. It's gross. (laughs) I don't approve of that lifestyle. But like if you're like us that have been suffering from technical difficulties all night, you wanna know how to build the best streaming PC, how to if you wanna get into streaming, what it takes to make an awesome PC to like help edit videos or whatever have you. It's awesome. So I really like this game, or or Simulator. And I'm kind of curious to, to kind of test it out for myself. I'll be honest. Patches. Yeah. What's your game?
1: All right. So we have Edna and Harvey, Harvey's New Eyes. Shy school girl Lily is having a tough time at the Covenant. Only her imagination helps her to escape from the strict rule of Mother Superior. When her best friend Edna disappears under mysterious circumstances, Lily faces a tough journey not only to get her friend back, but also confront her own subconscious fears. Edna and Harvey, Harvey's New Eyes, is a PlayStation 4 digital only, coming out August 14th. So I think by the time you hear this, it is already out. That
0: is awesome. Let's get into our last segment my favorite segment and that is Andrew House's snail mail now you might be saying to yourself patches first time on this show what's Andrew House's snail mail isn't Andrew House a part of Nissan and he's not even part of PlayStation anymore right isn't he isn't he out of PlayStation out of video games you might be right but it's kind of like when a president kind of like, you know, steps down or whatever have you, they still give them that weekly document of like aliens exist type of thing. That happens at PlayStation. At least I have a feel or, or, or feeling about it. So with that, each and every week, you could send your questions in to the Casa de Bad Bit Discord server. You could send your questions into the PS Trophy Room Twitter Or you could send your mail to Andrew House. I fly over there. Sometimes I fly. Sometimes I dig a tunnel, whatever the case may be. And I steal it from Andrew House's house. And sometimes I even steal a vase or two. I'm a crypto. It's the only way I get off. And with that, our first question comes from Marcus O'Neill and goes, okay, gang, real talk. Since we're all friends here, no judgment. I'd like to talk about your most shameful gaming memories or sorry Mm. moments to get the ball rolling i figured i can start the year 2016 I recently been bitten by the platinum trophy bug and I had just gotten the plat for Shovel Knight and was feeling pretty darn good about myself so I decided to take a look through my old PS3 library to see if there were any games that I could be close to platinuming. I noticed I only needed a few more trophies in, in Sleeping Dogs so I jumped right in knocking off all but one trophy in the next couple of hours. The last one I needed was related to getting experience points for gaining higher scores in combat section of missions. Nothing too crazy, but fairly time consuming. So as I contemplated my next step, I stumbled across a download pack in the game store for a few bucks that would be giving me all the experience points I needed, and I wouldn't need to replay all the missions. So without hesitation, I purchased it and soon after the platinum trophy popped but after a brief moment of excitement i began to regret it what had i just stopped to do i felt dirty and for what it wasn't right damn it but there was nothing i can do to this very day i scroll through my trophy list to see the platinum for sleeping dogs and instead a feeling or instead of feeling a sense of pride i only feel shame so I turn the floor shame. over to you. Is there anything in your gaming past that makes your head
2: hang your head in shame? This is a great oh, story. Oh man, this it is a, is a good novel.
1: story. And you know what? I would feel the same. I really yeah. would. And that's yeah. yeah, I get I get where he's coming from. I do. <laughs> I um.
0: What's your shame? What's I, your great biggest shame?
1: I gotta be honest. I um, I watched Markiplier play The Last of Us, and I didn't play it myself I know I know listen I am listen I am not a regretful person I have like <laughs> no regrets in life I live with no regrets everything happens for a reason you know yeah. truthfully yeah. yeah. but damn it do I regret this <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in the year was <laughs> do I have to form, the yeah. year was 2013 Yeah. Patches was a broke college student <gasps> Living her best life in the Appalachian Mountains of North Carolina. Woo! And she stumbles upon Markiplier and is like, oh, handsome, what is ma'am. this? Oh, but, okay, yeah, she stumbled upon Markiplier for two reasons. Um, yeah, I was like, what is this Last of Us thing? And boy, howdy did it change my life. Mm -hmm. The second I got my PlayStation, immediately got The Last of Us. And, uh, yeah, I do have a half sleeve of Last of Us tattoos. It has now become my favorite game of all time and forever will hold that place in my heart. And I hate that I didn't actually get to experience it as a gamer, but as just now a viewer. And that, my friends, will sit with me until the day I die.
0: But holy shit, though. But like that got you out there <laughs> to buy the game yourself, right? Like that got you to get sure. into PlayStation. Like that was the that was the the breadcrumb to lead you into gaming, and like it that probably was. Just, that, like it shows you the power of 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 really content creators, right? Like people like Markiplier sell consoles. That's mm. that's yeah. actually it's a shameful moment. Shame on you! You should, you should, you know, you should have played <laughs> it all the way at first, but because that's what i do i actually i i play the game unless it's like a horror game i want to see what's in front of me so i'll I'll watch like like um i'll watch a few people i forget there's still people that do
1: no you can't spoil it
0: so i i I watch 10 minutes ahead because that that's probably my shame but i feel no shame because i'm a scaredy cat so like for for example resident evil okay uh resident Mm. evil 2 scares the shit out of me dead space scares the shit out of me like when we first started recording on our first recording i talked about how dead space is a game i play in 10 minute bursts because after that 10 minutes i gotta walk around and contemplate well while i'm walking around and contemplating i'm looking at whoever is a let's player and i'm watching them go through the next 10 minutes so i can i know what's in front of me or else it just scares the shit out of me but again i have no shame in that i'm a fucking child when it comes to horror games. I can't handle it. I really can't. (laughs) love it. My sense of shame is different. And so like we're called the trophy room, obviously for PlayStation, but I tell people all the time, and maybe this is my greatest shame. I don't really care about achievements. I don't really care about trophies. I don't care about badges. I don't care about it whatsoever because my greatest shame is that I love so many great games but I can't platinum them. Like I mean Sony's gotten a lot better this generation like God of War except for naughty dog titles. Like God of War, Spider-Man, awesome easy trophies. Horizon Zero Dawn, Jesus Christ, so good, easy platinum. So like it and and at the same time still giving you that sense of achievement. But my greatest shame, Dead Space 1. Uh there's a mission in Dead Space 1 where you have to shoot these asteroids for some fucking reason with this cannon and you can't get below 60% of the hull damage inte- or integrity damaged and the problem is you start off with like 70% or like 70 or 80% and so like you get hit twice you're you're at 60% already and it sucks it mm. sucks and i tried for hours hours to shoot these goddamn asteroids and i couldn't do it and people on reddit were like this is a bullshit trophy it's a bullshit trophy it's only bronze it's not even gold what the fuck (laughs) and so i have dead space one all of the all of the trophies for it except for that one and it's there and i'll never never Get to platinum that game. Same goes for Red Dead Redemption. I forget what it was, but I only have one trophy there. Oh, it's to get to level fifty in multiplayer. Can't do that. Oh,
2: Can't do that anymore.
0: Know. So it's just the grind is way too fucking long. So like there that shame brings me to not wanting to platinum most stuff because it's just like I know I'm gonna run into into that one bullshit trophy. And it was gonna hit mm. me in the fucking mouth, and I hate it. And I really oh, hate it. Also, the sense of shame as well is the fact that there are some games that I only have one, two, five, nine percent of the trophies like done because I played those games that just didn't like them or they didn't jive with me. I would like I could just delete those. But you, you wish can't. you could
1: delete the trophies? Yeah,
0: I wish I could d- just delete yeah. it so that, like, they're not there, because then it looks like I'm a bullshit gamer. At least that's what I feel like in my head. So, like, yeah. Fucking great Dude, I feel question, like... Marcus O'Neill. Great question.
1: It was, yeah. It made me think, and it made me relive the days of oh. 2013. And... Rip. <sighs> Rip. Rip. Shame. No, Jared. I uh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Some of the games, it's like I've, I've even played them all the way through, and it's like 15%. Yeah. And I'm like, well, now it doesn't look like I've played this fucking game. It looks like I'm a schmuck. Why would you do that to me, PlayStation? Yeah.
0: Fucking Naughty Dog does that shit all the time in all their
1: games. Yeah, 15% of The Last of Us, my ass. Come on, guys. Yeah. I've played that Dude, game five times.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I'm at 39%. Are you fucking kidding me? Jesus. <laughs> oh, Neil Druckmann, we're going to have a talk. And uh, Can to Yeah, please. Uh, Neil, call next us. Next question comes from Famous Seamus. What is your favorite and least favorite PS4 box art covers? This is a good one.
1: Oh. This
0: is a good one. Um, I'm going to cheat. Can I cheat? Can I use steelbooks?
1: I was wondering, is it box art as in just whatever you pick up on the shelf? Or is it like yeah. a, a, a steelbook? Because I definitely know a steelbook one that is not pretty.
0: Oh, What's that? What's that?
1: The latest Tomb Raider.
0: Oh Steel yeah. Book totally. was
1: kinda boring. Oh
0: gross. Kinda I don't even Kind like of it boring. All,
1: the best Steelbook is still the Uncharted Four, in my opinion. So Ooh. good. Minty. Uh,
0: I have that one, but I have I have two that are better. Can I show you them?
1: You, you can show me. I'm trying to think about the box. You know what I just discovered recently, speaking of box art on the PlayStation, some of the later PlayStation games, you can actually turn that paper around and it's a different image. I <laughs> had no fucking idea. Had no idea.
0: Let me show you this. Bloodborne. Uh, I say this every episode because I'm serious. Okay, Bloodborne. It's the game of the generation. That's just science. Okay. It's just fact. I love. It's this just box facts, art guys. Because <laughs> it's so freaking rare. Everybody, when I when I pull this 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 steel book up, everybody goes, "Whoa, wait! They had a Bloodborne steel book? Yes, they fucking did, and it's yes. dope as all hell." But if I'm not being biased in my love for Bloodborne because it's the game of the generation. Um, I want to present to you.
1: Oh, the horizon. Yeah. Yeah, That one's pretty amazing too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dang, dude. Can I, can I confess something? Yes.
1: I haven't played that game.
0: That's your shame. We just found it. Everybody. (laughs) You just, you know.
1: Shame on patches. That is, I do like that one. It's like a mirror. Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. Okay. So here's, here's the deal. Patches. Here's what we need you to do. We need you to, because you know what? Again. You're a strong female, independent woman. You need to. Amen. You need to play her zero dawn, and she'll.
1: You know what? Aloy will fucking I really inspire do. you.
0: It's so. Maybe
1: familiar. on my Patreon. Maybe on my Ooh, Patreon. Thinking possibly.
0: about it. So with that, uh, the next question comes from Nathan, and he writes in: Who would be the PlayStation mascot? Nintendo has Mario. Mm. Xbox has the Master Chief. PC has Clippy. Fuck Clippy. Who should be (laughs) the de facto PlayStation mascot? And should it be decided in a bracket talking pros and cons advancing uh, the best forward? Ooh.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: So, Nathan, I'm going to take this question. All right. Because I like this. I like the brackets conversation you're having. I'm gonna be honest with you. Kyle wants to talk about this really bad. He wants the the fight of what is the best PlayStation mascot slash franchises. So I'm gonna take this and gonna put it in my pocket for a sec. Okay, gonna save what that a for a later date. But what I will say, I think when I'm looking at the de facto mascot for PlayStation, for me at the moment, because I think it just changes every generation, but to sure. me, I think it's Joel and Ellie, right?
1: Ah. Oh. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm biased on that, but when I think mascot, actually, yes. I, it I think more cartoon, which is kind of like what they have, right, Ooh. with Mario and. Yes. But Master Chief isn't cartoony. He is a character. Interesting. Like, PlayStation let's, let's, Can we be
0: honest with each other here for a second? You that's can always be honest with me. That's all. That's all they got. They don't <laughs> got much else. Like what do they got? They got Marcus Phoenix. Cool. <laughs> cool. What do they got? They They got a Forza car. All right. You know, they don't have Yikes. Toyotas in Forza. Come on, it's kind of no. ridiculous.
1: I'm now trying to think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm. Mm, that is tough. That one yeah. is tough. I like it though. I like it.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it's Joel and Ellie at the moment. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. That's
1: fine with me. I'm, I'll take it. I love it.
0: But just to piss Kyle off, it's Bloodborne Hunter. Uh With that, this 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 question is actually solely for me. uh, Robert Amato asks, are you guys going to check out the No Man's Sky Beyond? I like the additions of multiplayer and VR. Robert, I did. I tried it out. I tried PSVR. I tried the motion controls. Um, Tell me everything. Okay. I'm going to tell you everything. First patches walking in. I don't like No Man's Sky. Just not my game. Right. the
1: original like game you played or going into this VR yes, but you every were, like... time they
0: have like the the big like the next update I was just like, oh great, I'm back here. I'm bored <laughs> and uh like like last time I made it off the off the planet and then I was like, okay, I'm bored and then I just exit out. here I was playing the VR version and uh first off a lot lower resolution and it's noticeable especially in distances but that's fine. Hardware limitations, right? Um, I like the item management is actually your hands. And how you get the scanner is actually you reach reach behind you and you grab. And that's how you get the scanner. I think that's dope. And you press these floaty buttons on your hands in order to move stuff around and navigate through the menus. I like that. Other than that, I could not get off the the, the, the planet because it put me in this frozen ch- tundra and I needed sulfate. And I couldn't mine the sulfate because I needed a stronger uh, mining tool. And so I was just like, well, I'm stuck here and then I'm bored again. And so <laughs> here we are. <laughs> so with that, yeah. Um, but Robert, I, I want to know how you're feeling for it because you're a fan. Let me know. I know. I know uh, our good our good friend uh, Adam Leonard is just he cannot wait to get into VR and I really if I could and if I if I just manifested the willpower I would love to go back and really see for myself what has changed but it's just something about No Man's Sky it just doesn't speak to me I don't know but with that thank you everybody for writing in Patches, let me tell you something. Let me close out the show by saying this, right? Um, one of the rough, rec- roughest recordings we've ever done. It, like, oh yeah. Just everything was not working. Internet just wasn't a fan. OBS crashed. Uh, Audacity, I destroyed. <laughs> it just seemed like th- it was just it was just us against the world. And I just want to mm-hmm. thank you for your patience and for your time. Because as everybody knows, I try to get this show out on Thursdays and we recorded this the first time we got to the questions and audacity crashed all by my doing. And I felt like a big dumb idiot. I felt like I wasted your time patches. I felt like I wasted everybody's time. Um, So thank you. Just seriously. Thank you for your patience. It means a lot. Um,
1: Of course. Seriously.
0: Thank you. So with that said, and with that all out of the way, patches, what do you have to promote? What would you like to pimp on the channel?
1: Oh man, yeah. So I'm mainly on YouTube. I love
0: and just just like that, it happened again.
1: What happened again? Patches,
0: I can't hear you.
1: Oh, it's because I changed it. Hang on. Can you hear me now?
0: Yes, I can hear you now.
1: Okay, I changed the headphones because my ah, uh,
0: AirPods because
1: my AirPods sound like they were dying. Okay. Um So let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm mainly on YouTube. Uh, that's mainly where I I, pl- I play games. I in the middle of. <laughs> Gosh, The Evil Within 2, Layers of Fear 2, trying to finish that, Little Nightmares. I just wrapped up Detroit Become Human, which was one of my best playthroughs, in my opinion. I loved that game. Absolutely loved that game. I recommend it. Cannot recommend it enough. Um, But yeah, I definitely want to promote my Patreon as well. Become a Patreon pal. I have exclusive Let's Plays on there, and I'm going to be adding exclusive podcast segments. But if you aren't curious just to get the free stuff, SoundCloud.com slash PlayMoreGamesPodcast is where I'm at. And I have a guest on hopefully every week. We know how schedules are. We know what life is like, guys. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I, I just try to have like a friendly conversation with people about a different topic each week. We don't really necessarily talk about the news. We just kind of chat, you know, and I, I bring on somebody to, to discuss something new kind of every week. And we just uh, we just have a good time. You know, it's pretty yeah. laid back. It's fun. <laughs> But yeah, become a Patreon pal, subscribe to the YouTube, and hit the bell notification so you're notified when I'm uploading next. And uh, new video every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I try again, you guys, life. Um, But yeah, dude, I've had so much fun. And I I know technical (laughs) difficulties aside, listen, I'm talking to a girl who had like a really cool developer on her channel one time, and right as I hit record, my camera fell over and I broke like everything. (sighs) So, listen, you're talking to the queen of technical <laughs> difficulties, okay?
2: Yeah.
1: The reason you're having technical difficulties is because of me.
2: No, it's you're fine. me.
1: You're but fine. But no, seriously, this has been so much fun and I definitely yeah. want you to come on my podcast sometime and I definitely want to chat again and I want to be a, a, a host or a guest again if I can. This was this was a good time because I yeah. you're you're very personable. I could I could talk to you easy and it's it's yeah, you really keep the conversation going. You're doing a really good thing. And I, I think this is awesome. And I, I, I can't wait to be a part of it again. And I really appreciate you asking me to be on. I have I've had a ball. I really of have. Course. And you haven't wasted my time. Come on. I have no life.
0: <laughs> well, Patches, I want to thank you uh, for coming on because, you know, again, like I was I, w- I was looking for a guest last week when uh, Kyle's Kyle's camera died. And um and I've had a few people lined up, but I was listening to your podcast, and I was just like, "Shit, I had to get her on. She Aww. sounds freaking great." So yeah, even with all the technical difficulties, it was awesome having you on. And so with that, you can find this show here on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever there's an RSS feed, you can find us there. Please us, please, 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 rate us five stars again you don't know or understand the work that goes into this show sometimes just to get it started so we would be greatly appreciated if you can do that for us you can find the show here at bad bit games where we talk about all things games uh whether it's news reviews reactions you can see us there each and every week and so with all that said and with all that out of the way keep hunting and keep playing playstation